G'day, and welcome to the Hunter's Campfire Podcast. My name's Mark, and along with good mate Ian, we're here to help with all things hunting. If you're looking to start, but don't know where to begin, you want to make the most of your next trip away, or even plan to hunt of a lifetime, we've got something for you. You'll find our podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, and plenty of others. And if you want more, head over to our YouTube channel, The Hunter's Campfire, where we have plenty of how-to and hunting videos, along with the full video production of every podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and good hunting. We're off. We're off. Vroom, vroom. Happy Thursday. Cheers. Happy 30th day. Happy 30th day. Yeah, right. by the time this goes to wear, it'll be Creedmoor Day. Something. Two seventy days. Creedmoor. Creedmoor. Monday. Your thirty oh your six will identify as a Creedmoor. <laughs> no, that's that, going to piss that, someone off. That won't, that won't, won't <laughs> That'll happen. definitely piss someone off. Anyway, how are we going? What's going on? I'm just. You've just got me thinking about what 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 happens when you. You devolve into a Creedmoor. What do you devolve? You don't devolve from a thirty oh six into a Creedmoor. Maybe a three oh eight. Is that what you? Is that where you go down? Do you think once you're like, at thirty oh six, you're a higher being? No, 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 it's a, it, it, no. It's a different. It's a different action. So if you were devolving at thirty oh six, you'd devolve it into a, a what two seventy down in a twenty five oh six. But I don't think you get to Creedmoor. No, I don't think you would. Well, I don't no, even follow your logic. Actually, no, twenty five oh six. Good, good thing. Could be, could be. Don't know. Well, welcome you to got the me thinking now. <laughs> got me thinking now. Enjoying this um, weird intro conversation. Um, what are we here to talk about tonight, fellas? Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Creedmoor. What is that? What we're talking about? I hope so. <laughs> what Creedmoor or twenty twenty four? No, no, no. I hope we're not talking about. Creed more. It's just that it's in my head now. Unfortunately, I got to get it out. That's why we're going to talk about something different. Right. The Swede. So let's. The Swede. Well, I, I'd be happy to talk about that because I'd actually like. No, let's Swede. not talk about that. Like right. You've got him started now. Yeah. I'm like already bored. I'd like. Talk about something interesting. I'd like a Swede. I'd like a Swede with a full length timber stock. Oh, would you? Yeah. Hang on. Let me just. We've decided to use chat to give each other cues. Uh, <laughs> stop, Mark, now. Okay. But I'd like to use a Swede with a full-length full length timber sock to hunt with next year. Oh, so surely, surely, That's the lead-in, is it? Surely, surely there's a bridge there. Surely there's a bridge yeah. there. How's my sound, oh, guys? It. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you sound good. Good. Yeah. good, I'm relaxing. So... You got me thinking so about what, calibers, and that makes me relax. So I'm, I'm what, kind what of is, what is this um, full timber Swede going to be used for in 2024, mate? Killing stuff, um, <laughs> and then kick him in a ditch, <laughs> shooting stuff in the head, basically. Uh, no, I would. So, okay, that's a good question. What do we want to do in 2024? So, what are you? It's already your... stacking up. Yeah, it talking is. to Jono earlier today, and. They're like, oh, we should do this and this. And we're like, well, where are we going to fit it? Because it's a full when? book. Yeah. In 2024, I would like to shoot a buffalo. Hmm. I would like to shoot a buffalo with the flatter horns this time. 
because I've it's got that sweep, the big sweep. I got the big, you know, the crescenties, the things. I've already got the crescent moon, Indo style. So I want to, yeah, the big sweepers. Well, have I, have <laughs> I, have I, have I got some news for you? Okay. Also, I shared with Jono today, and we won't. I won't share all of this, but I was talking to our mate Rob via email today from Athena Spatial. Oh, okay. And he's just not—he's not just your average mapping guy. <laughs> just your average. He, he's, guy. he's above average. Uh, he's become super useful. Uh, so I—I I, um, I spoke to. Well, I did tell him that. Um, <laughs> so he's become—he's become, he's become our cartographer of choice. Well. So here's the thing that got me very excited, and I think Jono reasonably excited this afternoon, mm-hmm. was that he doesn't just he doesn't just do maps, but he's able to um, ingest a whole bunch of other interesting data to give you analytics. I guess would be the right word. Um, so he talked about being able to use um, historical information to tell you at what time of year. The water has come and recessed back and where to identify or where you would be able to identify large bodies of water would still remain so oh, we okay. spent a lot yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, so, so, we spent you... a lot of our time looking for that water being able to identify that using gis data up front and knowing that those are the low-lying areas of where water would still be would save a heck of a lot of time on a property of that size i think that's awesome i think it's fantastic absolutely so but he's that... talking about, so he's using gis to yeah hmm. and water flow information i hmm. assume because we know what the tides sort. look like and when they come in and you know you've got seasonal activity that's recorded and rainfall that information into rainfall it and, data. yeah and you know there's a lot of probability stuff there you know yeah. it could be a harsher summer or whatever but you know, if you were going to then measure the bodies of water based on the one most likely to still be there through to the 20th most likely to still be there, you know, you could hedge your bets on number one being there, you know. Um, interesting. We're going to get yeah, Rob that on. Is. That Rob's is. Rob's coming on the podcast sometime shortly, and we're going to talk this through, and he's going to demo some of the stuff for us. So you're going to have to watch that one. And um, I think he's going to do some... A little bit of education for those that want to understand how to get a lot of this data from free websites and do it yourself. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, pretty nice offer. Thanks, Rob. We'll get you on shortly and definitely before the territory. That'd be fun. <laughs> definitely. I'm actually yeah. thinking that that's going to be that would be really good for the Pilliger in about six to eight months. Yeah, yeah, it well, would. Yeah, and you go well. We expect this dam will be holding water, but that one probably won't. Mm. And the creek lines, the low-lying creek lines, mm. where are they? Which ones to look at? Which ones to ignore? Mm. You wow. could get some really valuable. He's, he's also talking about um, um, population mapping of specific animals. So you're talking about doing it for Samba country and doing the migration maps and population maps and things like that, you know, where it's most likely to see animals and things like that. I, I just wait let's wait we'll wait we have to wait because there's so many questions to ask but i think it's a, a fascinating subject using oh, absolutely big, yeah. big data i guess to um to to help you in more ways than just looking at google it hmm. what do you want to chat GD, gpt gpt you know chat where, where are the samba <laughs> well i didn't that was actually the first thing i put into chat gpt when when i first discovered it 
uh, was um, what is the best time to hunt fallow bucks in the Tamworth Nundle area of Australia? And it okay. came back with an excellent response. Um, try it out if you don't know about it. It's worth asking. No, someone accused me of using it to write a review. Oh, really? Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> spill the beans, Mike, did you? <laughs> well, that's what they said. And I said, well, unfortunately not, because all it's doing is pulling data off, you know. Yeah, it's using existing data that's, that's out right. there. So if no one's written it's a review about new, no one's written a, view, a review about a new product, then it doesn't, you know, it just, all it does is then just goes to the, uh, you know, to the um, sales blurb. Yeah. So, you know, it just gives you what whatever the um, manufacturer or supplier's blurb is about that product, which you have already, you know. Da -da 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 -da. So I went, so, because that they said, they said, you know, we reckon you use chat GPT to do your reviews. And I went, okay. So I went, sure, I went home and, and Googled what chat GPT nah, is. Nah, nah, How do I nah, use chat GPT? No, I, I went there and did it and I went, eh, nothing. Nah, eh, it's just like, you know. Just grab stuff off the Sarko site and just blah blah blah. So no, so unfortunately no, wasn't really, you know, didn't work for me. Right. So what you're saying is Chat GPT is plagiarising your work. Well, that's an even that is even more interesting because then when I when I produce and it goes in a print, does it get added into the Chat GPT? As soon as it's online, if that's it's right. online and, because and publicly accessible, yes. I've 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 found, you know, I've found my own stuff online in the past. Um, so yeah, so maybe, so maybe it does. So maybe mm. I need to say something outrageous and see if that becomes <laughs> com accepted common knowledge, and we know that everyone's using Chat GPT. Yeah, just make some outrageous claim about a product. <laughs> That's right. Just make some outrageous claim. Oh, look, it's true. It says so here. Oh, mm. Yeah. So, well, well, speaking of Googling things, I was looking for one of your articles the other day and I thought I'd start by Googling your name and you're a famous soccer player. Yes. <laughs> the, I tell you, I tell you a very no. funny thing about I tell you a very funny thing about that. Every so often I get this massive influx of, you know, uh, well, whatever, you know, on uh, LinkedIn, they don't, you know, connection requests. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, mm -hmm. and page visits, you know, they, they, they call them slightly, you know, profile views and connection requests. I get like hundreds. They all come in at once. And you kind of look at them and they're like, you know, they're all from the Netherlands. <laughs> they're all these Dutch people who want to connect. Straight after so, a team wins a game. That's yeah. it. So something must happen there and everyone goes looking for them. And I, and I go, and one day I, I think I'm just going to go, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Build those connections. That's right. How, many, how many pro soccer players are on LinkedIn, though? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I've could never. Be, um, I don't people know. To follow but rather than. They're looking with, for yeah. him and they type in his name. Well, why would and... you look on LinkedIn? I don't, I, know. I don't know. I don't know. You might Google it and LinkedIn pops up, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe they Google him and then the profile comes up. Yes, there is this famous yeah. soccer bro. I saw I on social media. Yeah, no, we're just kind of aware of it. Are they? What's the score? <laughs> we won the rugby. Rugby's the only sport that matters yeah, yeah, anyway. So this is not a sporting the podcast. Sport, <laughs> the, only, the only people that rugby matters to is, is rugby people. Well, well, right. Good observation. Um, mm. No, our friend Matt. 
Matt. He's playing in the World Cup cricket. No, no, no. He's <laughs> opened his deer account. Oh. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, they are, I don't know the details. I don't know the details. I did send him a message. They are getting um, smashed, by the way. Yeah. I just saw the score. <laughs> <laughs> they are getting smashed. I just. To okay. Matt, I've got no idea whether it was a public land deer. Oh. He hasn't said. Okay. Yeah. So he wanted to take his first deer on public land. I see he's. Uh, you they haven't heard have. it here first because it's already on socials, but we'd love to know the details, Matt. If this was live, you could tell us, but it's not. So we'll find out and let you know. Mm. Now we can talk about hunting. Unless there's other side news before we get into... I, I did see his post about the, the shank, but I, did, I just kind of went, oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Didn't put it together. Fantastic news. Fantastic news. Right. Okay, so where were we? Okay. We we're we're talking in the territory. About, hunting right, so, I to, so I want to hunt buffalo and I like to shoot a territory pig. With a Swede. With a Swede, but it won't be. But um, because I'm not going to take a 6.5 to shoot buffalo, to be honest. But uh, so I would like to get a buffalo next year and I'd like to get a territory pig. And I'd possibly shoot a donkey, but I'm not that excited by it. I do it just because we're supposed to, but um, it's not something I'm looking forward to. Well, poor old Pepe. No one should shoot a little burro in a sombrero with a deer sticking through. Well, here's the thing, right? So last year we flew, yes. and the logistics of that were difficult because, well, we were restricted to what we had, and we were reliant on other people that were up there. We had to yeah. hire a car, and we had to not smash it, Jono. Um, yeah. wasn't me. I, I was accused uh, of it, it but it wasn't me. Yeah. Didn't all care. Uh, that's okay. We blame you. No, uh, I, I found it. Remember? Oh yeah, the you car. did. I, I found, oh, I found no, the I found piece the, of the car. I found the broken. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Got... Backstory here. Had a hire car, uh, and because it was a commercial hire car, we had ridiculous insurance on it, and it was like I don't know. It was two thousand dollars excess. Or no, it was six thousand, <laughs> six thousand excess. Whatever it was, it was a dumb amount of money. And they said to me on the way out, that counts for windscreens. Mm. So as we're doing 140 kilometres an hour down the 140-kilometre-an-hour highway up in the Territory, every truck that went past... Mm. Those, road, those road trains... Like, a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. Um, we were worried about it. And then uh, eventually, yeah, you know, it was great. We, we, we cruised around the farm. We did what we were doing, hunting buffalo, and everything was fine until somebody accidentally ran into an ant mound and bent the side... Um, I don't Step think it wasn't it wasn't an no. ant I think it was like a ditch or like a um a culvert Wait, or something like that that they right. hit well, the front on. Yeah. yeah, and and also tore off a mud guard. Tore yeah, the so mud, guard. Mud, mud guard came off and the um side rail, the um Yeah, so we went into, the, the I, went into, I went into cranky mode and John went into fix it mode and Mark went and found the part and we managed well, to well, we were driving along and we went, hey, look, there's a mudguard in that hole well, there. Did you normally went, stop a mudguard? Well, no, I just looked at it and went, hey, look, there's a... Toilet. Oh, okay. We threw it in the back of the truck and sure enough, we found the truck that it fit in. Yeah. Anyway, we um, <laughs> we got our bomb back, which is the, the, the good part of the story. But where I was going with that is the logistics were diff well, not difficult. We were restricted based on the fact that we had to hire a ute and then somebody else's ute. And because we're all going ultralight, camps had no sort of power or solar or fridges or anything, and we were trying to manage out of eskies. And when it's 40 degrees and sticky as hell, 
we ran out of ice partway through and we had to do an ice run which burnt a day of hunting which we didn't want mm-hmm. to do again so this year if you follow along um we're taking the camper up so we're going to do the drive mission instead so it'll take us a couple of days to get up there it'll take us a couple of days to get back so it'll be a slightly longer trip but while we're there we'll have solar and water and the kitchen and all of the good things but um uh just so peppies of the future are aware we'll be able to take the meat back hmm. we don't we'll be able to try donkey meat and keep it we'll put the sombrero on we'll mount it on the front of a troll for the drive back to brisbane uh, we'll see how that goes but the only question just... i have is that you're taking the patrol is that correct yeah do you yep. know how to put it in four wheel drive because you don't know how to put a hilux in four wheel drive where did that come up Oh, when, so when we got, got stuck, stuck when you got I mean, stuck, yeah. Then oh, I got to a drive. Yeah, and then I, I got in the car like a day later, and I was like, "What? That foil drive button right there?" God. Yeah, I remember. We had to get towed out. I've read the manual. Yeah, we thought it was a two-wheel drive Ute for a while. Yeah, and then I just like, "Isn't that foil drive right there?" Oh yeah, look at that. And we never got stuck again. That's true. Very true. It's I'm true. not looking forward to the. I'm not looking forward to the fuel bill though. Put it that way. Uh, well, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go fourths because we've got a friend coming. Yeah. We'll go, yeah. No, it's going to be less. It'll be cheaper than. It'll be cheaper flights. than yeah. yeah. Supplies. Yeah. You know, and first time. And it'll be less. V8, than V8 patrol drivers usually use more foot. Because it sounds cool. And it'll be <laughs> it'll be less than you know uh, extra luggage. Oh yeah. 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 Having to go there lot, and wait. Lots of pros. That's right. Lots of pros. I mean, um, uh, we'll have a hot shower or a cold shower, depending on. I think a cold shower. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand a cold shower. Up there, but <laughs> all of those good things. Um, yeah. And I won't have to sleep in a tent because I'll have a camper. Oh, uh, moving on. There you go. Hmm. That's the territory. So that's that's uh, that's number one as a major ticket item hunt for next year. We're all heading up that way. Um, donkeys on the list, definitely. Donkeys on the list. And for those listening, uh, they the donkeys themselves. If you haven't seen a Northern Territory donkey, the reason why we're calling them Pepe and stuff is that the joke is that you know you're thinking like a little you know little buru that you ride at the you know the count the the the, the country fair that the kids sit on and go around and circle. And these things are actually significant. In you know they're like four yeah. fifths a horse. They're a big animal. They are. They are. And I remember and the first, one, one of the first one I saw, I went, "There's a horse there." No, that's not a horse. That's it. <laughs> I went. Now we sound when as soon as I saw the you know the prints in the in the in that bank went. Oh, there's it's been here through. And that went. Yeah, we thought pretty, you, you you thought I it was a horse. Thought it was a horse. I thought. Well, there were big footprints. I wasn't expecting. I thought, I thought that's a horse. I thought, oh, someone's run. There's a horse run around here, and then we look over and there it is. I went, oh, that's a donkey, but it's a big donkey. It's a big bugger, and yeah, so yeah, and uh, yeah, they it fair bit of meat through them too. They're a mm. big, heavy set animal. I was quite surprised. Take take some lead as well. Quite surprised. So yeah, yeah. he was tough, eh? And he, um, they were, yeah, they, they, yeah, it was a big animal. Tough skin, tough everything. Yeah, it's very, um, it very surprising, you know. It wasn't like the, the you know, the little, the, the little country fair, bore, bore down at the country fair, you know. What else is on that list, Mark? 
Uh, so I want to start, or well, I might start there, but uh, NT Buffalo. I really want to go back to the Pilliga again. Um, oh, you know what else was big about Donkey? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hung like a donkey. Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> as the name suggests. So, yeah, well, I didn't really need to see a set of donkey balls, but anyway. <laughs> Ian has a habit of sharing those around. Just it's really, it's a... really fun when you're on an yeah, airplane and you can just airdrop him to everybody. <laughs> that's why he wants to take the, uh, the, the 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 vehicle so he can bring home. He's not he's talking about. He's talking about. He's not talking about donkey meat. He's talking, he's talking about, talking about donkey meat. He's talking about donkey meat. He wants to bring home donkey meat. <laughs> hold on. So, so be good. Um, share these for the whole, the whole, <laughs> okay. a whole mount done for the front of the house. Well, you both love it. Yeah, what do you call it? Yeah, you could call them um, dry, dry plains oysters or something like that. Flood, <laughs> flood plain oysters. Flood plain oysters. All right, it'll be so, a thing. Has anyone ever eaten I'll testicles? take the marinade. Huh? Has um, anyone ever eaten testicles? Uh, no. I, no. I've got a feeling I have. No. I was tricked into it as a boy no. by my, when my dad was killing sheep. Yeah. Pretty sure that would have happened. He was always playing fun tricks like that on people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have. No. Well, I haven't intentionally. They're not yeah. supposed to be bad. It's just going to well, get your head around the, the, it. Yeah. They're supposed to be very tasty. Well, yeah. Just the thought of eating. Very testy. Testy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very testy. I went to the abattoir once for 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 actually uh, for a, for for a university assignment, and the guy said, "They're of the because they were slaughtering cattle." He said that. There is a part, there is a place in the world where they'll eat the animal. So everything, everything Most will tell. be eaten. Hmm? Yeah. Not, not in the same place, but it will all be eaten somewhere around the world. Someone will go, we eat that bit, or we eat that bit, we eat that bit. So yeah, so yeah, I'm sure that people um, regularly eat them in certain parts of the world. I know I don't, but that's it. So yeah. That'd so, want to hunt Pilliga again? I really, do, I uh, that's a pretty special place for me. So I want to get back there. I want to do like, um, uh, you know, a big camp, invite people along. Oh, uh, big here first. Pilliga huh? deer, Pilliga, Pilliga hunt camp. Yeah, I think that's a. What are you saying? I, I think well, it's oh. certainly big enough. We don't even if we don't have, we could have hunt camps. We could do lots of different. You know, you could do lots of different things. Um, it's big enough, uh, lots of activity there. And accommodate um, a lot of hunters, based on size. And it's, it's not bad. To have, it's not a bad place to have a big crew because, you know, it can get a little treacherous at times. So it's good having that kind of backup. So it's not a bad thing. And for a lot of people, I I know, for instance, I've been speaking to some people, they're, they're a, little, a little daunted by its size. You know, well, how do you approach mm. it? What do you do? So I don't think... And like you know, literally, you could have three different camps, and they're like, you, know, you never 30, would though. 30, 40 k's away from each other. camp is too yeah, much. No, but I mean, yeah. you, could, you yeah. could, but you could have like we're gonna, you could do a lot in there. Um, you could move around a lot. You could have different positions. You could do whatever you want. Um, you could have an east camp, west camp. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's right. And remember, really. Really, you got three forests in Pilliga. You've got east on the eastern side of the highway, east on the western side of the highway, and then you've got west. 
So you've got the surrounding forest as well. You've got right, Jack, well, Jack so, Creek and yeah, you've got those three big sections, and then you know, and then you've got a number of other forests around. So there's lots of opportunity there, and I think it, where if we can make it happen, it'd be a great hunt camp type of experience for be. some people. Hmm. So that's 2024 um, Pilliger Hunt Camp. What type of year? What time of year are you thinking? I reckon it's always good to go to Pilliger. Actually, this time's not a bad time. So this time next year, you think? Sometime around this time or even a touch earlier um, because, uh, you know, because it's central New South Wales, it can be quite cool. So it can actually be really pleasant and then it gets stinking hot. Um, I've hunted Pilligan nearly all the year through in different times. Just looking at, uh, you know, weather averages. Let's have a look. Just don't mind me, I'm just typing. Pretty warm out there this week. Thirty-seven. Will, right, Thirty-seven right. today. Oh, so, so now it's oh, hitting. It's the, been warmer. It's been thirty-seven here, mate. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's it, that's it. It's hitting. Yeah, a good warm up I mean, for the territory. What's the average? No, I'd go mm-hmm. after the territory myself. But um, if you kind of look at averages, you know, um, average in September is twenty-seven point five and seven point nine at night. Average in oh. October is thirty and eleven. Um, average in November is 33 and 15. So, you know, it's hot during the day, but it's pleasant sleeping at night, cool weather, stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. My last trip there was uh, in the Christmas break, and it was hot, but it was manageable mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were still able to hunt in it, and, yeah, you'd sweat. But the storm came over, and we all got drenched and yeah. kind of welcomed it. So so this time next year, so if people are interested in wanting – if, if people are interested in wanting to hunt the Pilliger and they want to come with the crew – um, we'll put an event site up on our Facebook page yep. so that uh, you can you know, register your interest and um, we'll we'll plan towards it. The date might move around and change a little bit, but we'll yeah. put it up there just to, to get a gauge of interest. So jump on there and have a look. Um, we, we would love to offer more people to come up to the Territory for Buffalo, but we just can't, unfortunately. Um, yeah. We've got one, one, one listener coming along uh, that was pre-organised um, and we'll probably have to put a black bag over his head so he doesn't know where he's going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because it's a private land hunt. And, yeah, know, it's private land. Whereas with um, Pilliger, it's public land. So if you've got an R license, you're away. Um, another, I will do my um, annual hunt with my son, um, probably in the June, July area. And I want so, and obviously I want to do a deer hunt somewhere in there. But what I want to do next year is I'd like to have a go on the flying, you know, the, on the feathers. I'd like to try and get oh, a feathers hunt. Yeah. Try and get a feathers hunt in somehow. Not sure when. Uh, you know, remember, uh, I was you know, there's different options. Um, there's rice mitigation. There's the uh, season down in uh, Victoria. There's, there's the geese in the there's territory. Geese, there's geese in territory. That's very interesting too. Mm-hmm. So there's different different. I'd like to do another. Uh, I'd like to hunt birds because I will probably be in uh, England in December next year, and I'll definitely be shooting birds. So I need to get a bit of practice. Mm-hmm. I'm a terrible shot. When it comes to shotgun, I'm fantastic at shooting pigs. Um, flying stuff, not so crash. No. So well, that's it. That's 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 what's starting to form up for me. Um, 
your your main new species next year is wind shooting. Yeah, I'd like to. Um, I actually to expand that. I'd like to use the shotgun more next year. So I'd actually consider shooting rabbits as well, the shotgun. Yeah. But I'd like mm. to do a little bit more shotgunning next year. A um, couple of reasons. One is I love shotgunning. Two is I bought myself an old new or a new old, depending on you want it. A new old, yeah, new old shotgun or a 28 gauge um lovely cz 28 gauge and i'd like to walk around with that try to do some wing shooting or ground shooting with that as well so yeah there's some great ground shooting to be done at in in nundle and hanging rock mm, bunnies. there's plenty bunnies around right yeah yep. i saw a pheasant in um nundle as well i saw a peacock proper pheasant proper pheasant proper sort long tail pheasant yep right english pheasant. Not, not english not pheasant well, no, they're not english, english pheasant <laughs> well that style yeah. of pheasant yep. yeah we saw one yeah. in nundle yeah. There's a lot of people around here called the cuckoos a pheasant, but they're not. No, that's not a cuckoo. That's a corkoo. Cuckoo is a different bird again. A corkoo. C-O-C-O-U-C-A-L, I think. Oh, righto. Very good. Corkoo. No, I saw one up in the pines. We had them on our property in New Zealand when I was growing up. They were open open for shooting in duck shooting season. That's it. Corkoo. Oh, that's good. Um, I was watching uh, the one of the meat eater episodes, uh, one of the mo- more recent ones where they were doing um, squirrels and squirrel shooting. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then bunnies, right? Yeah. And it was like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go squirrel shooting, and um, I th- and I'm pretty sure I saw shotguns in there. I know they were giving old mate a bit of curry about carrying a shotgun because it's not the thing to do. Squirrels no. were made for twenty twos, um, and um, they were talking about that, and I thought, oh, that's a shame. Thought that'd be a really cool idea, and then they got into bunnies, and I thought they were going to start shooting them with twenty twos, and they pulled the shotguns out. The shotguns mm. are made for bunnies. All right, eh? That's good. There's a whole bunch of them have popped up on my place, and I'm going to have to get the ultra Ligero out of its box and <laughs> go for a wander around because there's a population explosion. Every time I go mow the lawns, I chase little, I guess you call them kittens, hair yep. pups, kittens, um, out from their, you know, their oh, little juvenile mm. ones. But mm. there's quite a few, so. I'm gonna to have to go on a bunny massacre sometime soon, but I've got to got to get a recipe sorted because the last one failed miserably. Are you um, talking about hares or bunnies? Hares. Yeah. Hares. Uh, yeah, I find hair very gamey, <laughs> very right. very dark meat. I'm not a big fan yeah. of hair. I've had a hair par before. But normally, well, it's a game par which has got a hair in it, um, hair and other species in it. Uh, it was okay, but I find hair just too gamey. I love yes. rabbit. Rabbit is beautiful. It. Oh, rabbit's beautiful. Yeah, I, love I tried. I tried the hair that I shot here, and I went out and specifically shot one to give it a try. Um, and I think I probably aged it wrong. I skinned it, um, and I know a lot of people say, uh, "What well, they call it? Um, what's the term where you leave the guts in them for a week?" I don't you know. You told that one. me, Johnny. No, oh, jugged hair. That's jugged not... hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... You leave the leave the entrails and everything in it for, mm, mm. for a yeah, week. Jug, uh, I didn't do yeah. that. I, I, I cleaned it out straight away, but I skinned it and then put it in the in the fridge to age. But because they're so lean, there's not a lot of meat to them. By the time the fridge um, burn is, well, not burn, but, you know, it, it sort of crusts over the outside. There's not a lot That's, left. Yeah. You know, by the time it crusts around both sides of the leg, there's not a lot inside it. So I kind of stuffed it. I'd like to have another guard up. But I did try a bit of the inside, like the... You know the softer meat that wasn't damaged, mm. and it 
very venison-y. Yeah, it's very gamey. It's a very dark, heavy. I don't find. Yeah. In, I mean, or maybe I just don't know what the word gamey means because it kind of just means flavor. Um, but it 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 was it's very dark meat, but it wasn't so strong. It was unpalatable. It just the ones I've had when I've had hair before, I found it very. It's very dark meat. It's very rich, um, very strong flavor. Overpowers the other meats that I've had with yeah. it. So I'm not. A, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I ate it, but rabbit. A rabbit, oh, yeah, rabbit, rabbit stew. Well, there's bunnies up on the block at, in Brisbane Valley. Bunnies. Got them no, on camera. Take your little 22, Mark. They're in Queensland. Yeah. Brisbane Valley, oh. bunnies. Mm. It says so at, the, at the border, they're not here. What? What's he talking about? No bunnies in Queensland. Oh, isn't it? Okay, sure. There's <laughs> a big fence that runs, isn't it? <laughs> These ones must have got must have been on holiday or something. They were with, you know what wow. they were? They were with that deer that had tag in its ear. They were on his back. Oh. Yeah. Or her back. Well, um, or it's yeah. It'd be good if we did have a few around because they are a tasty little thing. But Oh, they are so good um, eating. Not settle for second best for the minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it'd be good, be good to do a bit of small game hunting. That's certainly on my list of things to do, but I don't have the same interest, I don't think, in in wing shooting. I love wing shooting. Mm. I put up that post this week about the um, the Great Wing Franklin that I shot in the Eastern Cape. That was yes. over the English pointers. That was with an old English shot, hammer shotgun. It was it was amazing. Yeah. That yeah. was one of the best best days, my best hunting what, days ever. What's new on your hunt list for twenty twenty four, Jono? Um, so for me, I think another buffalo. I'd like to get a. a Another one. I know I got one last year. I'd like again one, like Mark, one with the sweeping horns. I think that's that's up there for me. A nice big buffalo bull. Um, but I'd like to go for a completely new species for me. Something I've never hunted before, never shot before, is a chittle. Um, so never seen one in the wild before. So I think a chittle for me. I know it's one of those iconic Queensland deer species. Um, I've shot rooster before. I haven't shot a stag. I've shot I've shot hinds. But for me, the chittle with the spots. I think, yeah, I'd really like to go for a chittle. That's you know, and I'm slowly ticking off the the species available in Queensland. So yeah, as I said, I've shot rooster, shot red, shot fallow, um, but yeah, a chittle. I think definitely a chittle for me. Mm, so, who's got chittle access? No one here, listeners. <laughs> uh, help John out. That'd be great. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a pocket of them around Texas. They're hard to get onto. Um, I think the sort of more central Queensland, you know, northern north central Queensland yeah, for me. If you go, yeah, yeah, that way, I think that's the iconic for me, um, or for shooting chittle. Um, the other one is another C. Is I'd love to get a camel. Yeah, I'm with you on that. A big <laughs> yeah. bull camel. A nice yeah, big camel. A dromedary. Yeah. <laughs> um, just yeah, I think yeah, it's such a big animal. I mean, I've shot the buffalo. I've shot the donkey. What's bigger in in Australia is probably a camel. So, and I know there's yep. thousands of them out there, and they they have to be shot. This, this fascinates me. Like they say that there's more camels in Australia than there are anywhere else in the world. Mm. Yeah. But, so Australia's kind of the home of the camel. Um, yeah. There's there's one over, over over the hill. If you... Yeah, you see. It. Yeah, I know. I see them but, driving around countryside as well. But surely there's, there's, there's a heap of them in Harrisville. Yeah. Is there a public land opportunity anywhere to shoot? camel they don't roam around the hills in victoria so that's a mm. no 
they're not on our game species list for New South Wales. And there's no problem. Uh, are they up in the territory? Are they in the territory? I think they are. Uh, I don't know where, but I would have thought so. They must. Mm. That's where they. That's where they were introduced. Was the territory? Yeah, that's right. So they must be in there or down uh, down into Western Australia. Um, Boily might. Know. We should ask Boily. He should know. We'll ask Boily. Yeah. We need to get on a mm. camel hunt because that's uh, that was definitely one of the ones on my list as well. Yeah. Um, we're talking about camel full camel hunt, and uh, I went to Alice Springs and there were wild camels around Alice. Mm. Um, mm. And um, and they talked about how destructive they were. Um, you know, they just just smash trees. So, yeah, that's that's high up there on my list as well. Mm. I've um, seen wild. I'm going to have to um, take one for the team and okay. shoot a samba. Since you oh, fellas okay. don't want to do mm. it. It's, no, well, again, we were talking about it today. Uh, I know you want to. Not that I don't, um, but yeah. But we're talking about today. It's it's almost. I was saying to, to Jono today. Um, it's almost so easy you, neg- you, you neglect it. Like not easy to shoot it, but to go and hunt it. Like it's for me now. It's literally an eighty dollar bonza flight. You know, and there's there's enough people down that way that we know that would you know come for a hunt mm-hmm. for the weekend and put you into a spot. Um, it's just a matter of actually going and doing it because it's not hard to throw your pack on your back with your rifle on a plane, and just go. But um, I think, like you said, is the fact that it is easy to get down there means you don't do it. You look for you the more challenging things. Yeah. Keep putting it off. Yeah, like I mean, it's harder to go and hunt in Nundal. Hmm. More expensive. By the time too. you get in the car and take your camper and you know drive down there and set it all up, much easier to go. So I'm going to, like I said, take one for the team. I'm going to go put some time and effort into Samba. A couple of weekends okay. over the year, see hmm. what happens. They're my two. Um, but other than that, well, that one gives us an opportunity to connect with hopefully a listener down in Victoria and, and um, you know, put together a bit of a collaborative hunt down there. Um, but there's other opportunities for listeners to come along this year as well to hunts. Um, and the, the first one is, um, other than the Pilligan one that we spoke about, is our year three of um, hunt camp in Nundal. We'll be in Nundal, not Hanging Rock. Um, so that will be for those that are interested. It'll be the week of the sixteenth of April. Okay. So the sixteenth is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a magic day in in Nundal. Um, full rut, I reckon. So sixteenth of Tuesday will probably be there on the Saturday before the week in between. Exactly six months from today. Exactly. And what day can we book? Valentine's Day. Come on, fellas. We all know what day that is. <laughs> Valentine's Day is the day that you can go onto the site, which is 60 days before, and book. And um, not that I want to give away all my... No, I'm not going to give away all my... No, no I'm not going to no, give away don't, all my... No, yeah, you've got to keep some secrets. <laughs> I'll keep some secrets for later. But um, come to that. That'll be a good one. Um, it is limited in numbers because there's only a certain amount of spots in the park. Um, yeah. But um, I think... I think 20 to 25 or something like that. So uh, first and best dressed on that one. And hopefully one of us gets a booking so that we can attend. Um, <laughs> That'd be, be funny if we didn't. <laughs> We'd have, yeah, to hand the keys. We have to hand the keys out to someone. <laughs> there you go, you run it. Yeah. Um, but it'll be it'll be as good as the last year's. Um, you know, we've got our finger on the pulse there at the moment. So there's, there's quite a lot of animals that have come out of there. The red deer have picked up mm. the numbers. That's you're seeing or following along a um, lot of red deer coming out of there. So it's great to see that they're building their numbers up. 
um, and we'll do our best to get all of the great um, giveaways and prizes and uh, not hmm. not gambling. Uh, not gambling. Uh, no. no gambling. No gambling. Not, not if our last podcast we can't. No. Can't be a raffle, but it'll be give. It'll be there'll be giveaway. Will anyway. be some kind of. I enjoy it. Yeah. What else is in there? What else is in there? We got the slam. Yes. Oh, we've I, got I, to have I, a slam I, slam I'd like, rematch. I'd, li- I'd like to attend a slam this next year if I could. <laughs> That'd be well, good. Wonder, wonder, wonder who's not going to go. I just want. Yeah. I just, I just shoot pigs. Here's a reason to leave Mark at home. Yeah, there would uh, be no no other animal uh, shot. Just giving pigs a pile. <laughs> That's it. Can't see yes. Well, I think we might be looking for a new location for the slam because the uh, the place that we property. went last year is on the market. Oh. Sell. So if anyone's looking to buy a property, we know an awesome place. <laughs> oh, God, so beautiful much. Beautiful property. So much yeah. yeah. Um, uh, is it still for sale? You've got an eye on it? I last checked about two weeks ago. It was still up. Yeah. Check now. We're going to hope these things don't go quickly. No, yeah, and yeah, probably, not, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the um, rural market, but it seems that it might actually, yeah, it might it might be slowing down because of perceived drought coming and things like that. So, yeah, you never know. I don't but, see it up on the website. Oh, there oh. you go. Mm. Maybe he changed his mind. Or maybe it's sold. Oh, it would usually come up and say sold, though. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, well, that's 2024, so, sort of locked away. As we're, so I suppose, rolling up to the end of this year, we've got a few podcasts still scheduled. We'll probably, what, finish up in, you know, a week or two before Christmas. And we want to think about something that's a little bit different. So we're thinking about a Christmas special. And a Christmas trivia special, which would be run as a live event, so um, everyone could join in, and we might host a you know hunting and outdoors and trivia night. That's the idea, anyway. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be and, fun. Uh, well, there'll be a prize involved. Uh, we'll get prizes. Prizes, <laughs> plural. We'll work that out a little closer, and we'll you know obviously once we've finalize that post it up but there'll be some prizes involved so we're going to run a trivia night for um hmm. for for our end of year wrap up so Jono, how does this mm-hmm. work yeah so we're going to run what's called a kahoot quiz so kahoot it'll be an I'm it'll be an, it'll be an interactive quiz where if you want to enter you've got to get the app the kahoot app um, and then we'll share a, um, a pin that you use to log into the game. You can put a name in, funny name, whatever it is, just as long as we can identify you. We're going to have um, a, I guess, a, a selection of questions that um, we have all come up with. Uh, we're going to put them into a pool, and we'll select. If we get, what, 60 questions, we'll probably ask, say, 30 from that pool. Um, it'll be interactive. You'll get 10 seconds to, uh, to provide an answer. It's multiple choice. Um, and the you know quickest one in, even if four people get the right answer, the quickest one to answer correctly uh, is the winner. Uh, you get points for yeah the speed that you answer and the correct answers. Um, and at the end of it, there'll be a winner, and that winner will win an awesome prize. Mm. So we'll have um, uh, a few different different categories of questions, I guess. There'll be 
stuff about general hunting in Australia and maybe some species stuff and there'll probably and be some, some questions some about stuff. podcasts and guests that we've yeah. had and Correct. some of the yep. quirky stuff. So, you know, um, we'll see a massive spike in our um, in our podcast views leading up to it. Everyone will be cramming like <laughs> mad. We know because because it's an awesome prize. This oh, is I was trying to build some momentum about this the prize. This For those listening, we were trying to build some momentum around the prize, but Ian <laughs> has, has been unable to control He's been itself. wanting to give that away for a long time. <laughs> so anyway. we're going to be giving away a Zolio as part of the prize pack. As part of the prize pack. As part of the prize pack. A Zolio. Yeah. So uh, if you're... Desperately wanting to join the Zolio, the the Hunters Campfire Zolio fan club, here's your chance. Get, yeah, get watch some of the uh, pre, well, watch all of the previous podcasts. Yeah, too. Watch <laughs> all of them, um, all the way through. And, yeah, and read up on Australian deer species and and all the rest of it. So that'd be good. Yeah, it'll be a chance to win. Awesome. Should prizes. be fun. It'll be a good interactive night and a, and a bit of a laugh. So that's the idea. So come on, come all. It's an individual thing, not a team, right? It's individual, that's correct. Yeah. Unless there's three people in a, you know, together, but um, no, it was going to be individual. Oh, okay, like at the same location. Yeah. Mm, wow. So it's, done, it's, it's, bun, it's done on per device, so you've got to have your like a phone I, or a I, laptop I, or an iPad. I just looked it up, and basically you just get a pin number and you click it, and away you go. So it'll be very, correct. very easy yep. for everyone to get on. Mm-hmm. So and, we'll uh, share their pin number, um, yeah, and then everyone will the enter. Yeah. Yep. And once there'll everyone's be, locked in, again there'll be an event that gets thrown up on the Facebook page in our event section. It'll be tentatively the twentieth of December. Yeah, which is a Wednesday, yeah. which is our usual podcast night. Mm-hmm. And that'll um, be yeah, we'll do that live on Facebook and YouTube. I'm looking yep. at the cricket score. I'm looking at the cricket score. Rugby is the only sport that matters, mate. That's right. It would appear so at the moment. <laughs> One seventy-three for seven. Ouch. <laughs> Very good. Anything huh? else this evening, fellas? Uh, so hunting next year. Um, uh, well, but interestingly enough, uh, this will be episode seventy-five of our podcast. So we are drawing ever closer to the magic one hundred, and Ooh. certainly we'll have to do something for that. And that'll happen Definitely. sometime next year. So we're working our way towards that, which is, um, and, you know, the continuing support of the podcast has been great. It's quite exciting that we've uh, managed, we'll get to get to 100. And maybe by the time we get to 100, we'll have some level of proficiency and professionalism <laughs> in this production. <laughs> or maybe, like yeah. they say, once you get to 40 and you haven't grown up, you just keep going. So maybe we'll just keep going with what we're doing. Well, but anyway, you become proficient and professional, or you just give stuff away, and that's people right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, we're, we're going for that. Talk, okay, mm-hmm. so we're just going to talk rubbish, give stuff away model. That's our model of podcast. There's our business yeah. case. So <laughs> that's happening. Time. So which is really good. Um, yeah. The YouTube channel is. It will be like, interesting. What do we What do we give away for 100th episode? That's got to be. It's got to be a big, pretty big. mega. Uh, you You know what's come to mind. No. Is a um is a a poaching trip with Jono, <laughs> or a spotlighting, a, or a spotlight, or a, a poaching trip with Jono, and, and no, a no. spotlighting. The prize is no, no, a no, pair, no. Of pl- pair of pliers. 
And it's <laughs> a pair of flyers. Well, yeah, yeah, so the you... yeah, get there. Cut the fence. You can't mm. you can't come on a, a spotlighting trip with me because I've graduated to yeah. thermal. Oh, school. Look at that. Thermal, that's, that's right. So, so um, his neighbour will, will be my secondhand spotlight that's that right. I no longer need to use anymore. The neighbours won't be able to report him anymore because they won't see the lights. There we go. He's going to say. Uh, and uh, you, you did mention. Did you post that meme that came from Frank? Which was um, this is how Ian Ian, Ian likes oh, the, his, the, no, his no that hasn't got it. We no. need to put that up. Oh, okay, we'll get we'll to put, put that up. up. Put up, put up. Did you no, see that? Sure. And it was a, no. it was a deer on the wall with spotlights pointing at it, posted <laughs> like it was shot or something like that. I thought that was classic. Good job. That Pat. was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, you did mention that uh, one of the things that's happening is on the website we're uh, going to. Well, we, oh, yeah. it's already created. Mm. We're going to populate it, which is uh, basically a second-hand gear page, um, mm. what we're calling pre-blooded, which you know may or may not appeal to everyone, basically second-hand gear um, because all of us over the year have collected a, a whole stack of very, very high-quality gear that we don't use, so it's time to, to release it back to the marketplace. So that's happening as well. So that's uh, another. Yeah, definitely can't strong. Any examples of things that you're going to throw up on uh, that mark? Knives that are still in boxes. Uh, torches. Tor never no, used. Oh, no. no light. Oh, oh, I don't know about torches. <laughs> um, knives that I never used. Oh, that are still in boxes. Uh, really good quality <laughs> shooting sticks and things like that that I've used once and put on the shelf. Um, and various other pieces of uh, hunting paraphernalia. Jono, got anything that you're thinking of chucking up on there? Just to give him oh. a general feel for it? Yeah, I've got some optics, some old optics. Well, I say <laughs> old, but optics that aren't being used sitting in a box. Um, so, yeah, I'll be chucking them up, some good scopes. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a scope that'll go up. It's one that I don't use anymore, but it'll be brand new by the time it goes up there because it's stuffed and it needs to be replaced under a lifetime warranty. That'll come new in a box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I dropped it. It's here. It's my oh. original... Bushnell, Bushnell Elite. Oh, okay. Um, it's a great entry sort of scope they for are. someone who's putting a new they package. The Elite's are quite good. Is it the 4500 or the 3500? Uh, where do I find that? What's the number uh, written on it? Oh, 3200. 3200. Yeah. So it's two gens. Yep. Yep. So it's, um, it's the 5 to 15 power. And Ooh. anyway, it's a good scope. And I dropped it when I was Samba hunting and I've broken one of the adjustment knobs. So. Um, it'll go back to Bushnell under its lifetime. No questions asked warranty. Come back brand new and go up on the site. So you'll get that. Uh, and I've got a couple of things like I've got a near brand new big pack that'll go up there that I'm yeah, never going to use. I got, I, got, I got a pack. I got a pretty good yeah, new pack. A, um, a full Hennessy hammock super shelter set up that um, uh, I went through a phase <laughs> and it didn't suit me. In fact, uh, you would have heard in an episode some time ago that I was in that hammock when I got nudged awake by a cow in the middle of a park, mm -hmm. and it freaked me out, and I spun out of it like a dying <laughs> spider. Uh, it's that hammock. I can't sleep in it anymore. Um, don't trust the, hammocks. The, the night terror. The night terror. It's just the night, nightmares come back every time. That's right, the night terror's edition. Can't, so how do you sleep in a hammock after that? Uh -huh. I've never slept in a hammock. I haven't slept in a hammock, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> You haven't seen the hammock. Yeah, uh -huh. no, it's a it's a great it's a great um, setup. A lot of people uh, like hammock. 
I'm not a 17th century sailor. Yeah, <laughs> and all that sort of good stuff. So anyway, keep an eye out for Brown. free blooded gear on the website. There'll be some good Brown. quality stuff for good prices that we're trying to project. Mm. Uh, uh, yes. There's all that stuff. So anything else new and exciting happening? So we've got Christmas. Uh, we'll kick off again sometime in the new year. Uh, pod, the YouTube channel is up to like 177 videos, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, we're loving the um, the continuing Facebook conversations. We also need to do the competition winner. For what? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, we got another competition going too, man. We got photos. Photos. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Oh, and Wade, oh. Wade, he actually won Errol Mason's book today. So I saw that. Yeah. And we've already we've already got the prizes, though I can't remember them for the for the Facebook competition, have we? Uh, we got a knife kit, a knife set. That's right. We got that fantastic and, and, knife set. And, 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 and it's Olio. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We got the maps. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Thina, yeah. Thina map, yeah. Thina special yeah. map. Yeah. Man, I wish I knew what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> we got the maps. That's right, and we got the knife kit. So we might actually draw that soonish. Yeah, I think I think we need to bring yeah. that to close before the Christmas special. Yeah, we'll do. We'll yeah. close it early, well, we might, early December. Relaunch it, get a bit more activity yeah, on it. Yeah, we might. Then... So that's right. So we're going to give it a bit of a rev up this week um, and close it out in early December, and then uh, run the Christmas, the great Christmas pageant in uh, towards you know the middle of December, and then we'll have a, a Christmas New Year break, and then we'll be back in the new year. I'm trying to think of anything else exciting happening. So that's about it, isn't it? Oh, I'm getting I'm getting a blaze orange mag coming from Beretta for the CTR. And we're gonna see how that works out and we might try and figure out a way that we can um, make them more um more accessible. We're gonna work have we're gonna figure out something around that. And I'm about swinging the floor plate of my Remington 700 and to get done because it doesn't have a mag. Oh, yeah. mm. oh yes. No, because it's a the falling plate. Yeah. And um, the other thing is uh, we will eventually, being 2024, probably being the what I mean by eventually, get some merch happening. More merch, yeah. We're going to make a more concerted effort into the merch space because people are asking things like hats and T-shirts and stickers and stuff like that. And we have a very, very small number of them, so we're actually going to give it a bit more of a kick along. Good stuff. And they'll be okay. on the, available on the website to purchase. Uh-huh. And if you say something nice about us on social, you'll probably just get one. Yeah. Um, um, who doesn't and like flattery? And he Yeah. Who doesn't like flattery? That's right. That's right. It's good. Okay. That's more flies. Call it a night. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, gents. Thanks, guys. Okay, gents. Thanks, listeners. Talk to you soon. See you around like a whistle.